What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Music Corner Rift 808s. I'm Nate. It's your boy, Tron. Hello. <laughs> and today, we got more albums, more music, new tunes for the people like you. Let's get right into it here. First off, we have the new You, Me, at Six album, Suck-A-Punch. Uh, and I'm going to have uh, Sebastian start us off with this one. Uh, I look at this as the what if Imagine Dragons decided to not go mainstream and still do the pop sound. That's honestly like you I'm gonna what? get more into that on my end, but that's very accurate. Yeah, I um I really do like the pop instrumentals in the background a lot. The grit actually works with it. Um, you know, because a lot of times with Imagine Dragons and other bands that decide to have that, uh, you know, that house kind of background, uh, you know, mix, I guess you can say, they tend to not really mix too well because the grit just sounds way too hard for, uh, you know, just these really, like, clean, catchy instrumentals. But I, I like it. It was very fun. Um, the guitar work was... You know, it was pretty cool. I, I like the use of harmonies a lot. And, um, they're not harmonies. I'm sorry. The use of, um, uh, I forgot what they're called, but the, uh, harmonics. Jesus. There we go. The, uh, harmonics there. I really like them a lot. I really think they fit well with the pop sound. You know, um, the fact that they were able to mix the instruments with the can tracks, I, I think it, uh, think it worked very well i didn't really have much to say on this album but it was very fun overall i downloaded a couple songs off of it for uh main pod or for the main playlist and other than that yeah pretty okay six out of ten you know it's not the worst score off obviously um you know but overall there were a couple good tracks and the rest were pretty okay as well for sure yeah this one um i'm pretty close with uh how you felt about it a lot like i definitely heard those imagine dragon sounds and like although uh you had like a more positive light to it uh i mm, you know trent and i us two aren't big imagine dragons boys and uh i have to say that this one for me personally i just wasn't vibing with that kind of sound only for that portion of the album because at least for me that Imagine Dragon sound kind of came towards like the middle-ish end part that I was hearing it more and I was like dude this album was actually pretty solid to start with and then it's just going downhill from here <laughs> I just wasn't vibing with it but I mean the beginning I really enjoyed like I had just said but there was something about it too that I felt like it was missing something in the instrumentals like I don't know if it was just like because I I there were drums in there but like it might have been more like of a bass drum that it was lacking because i felt like there needed to be more of a kind of sound to it like something like to like you know get me going to like really get into this chorus because it was it was mainly in the choruses that uh there was something lacking to it uh and specifically uh make me feel alive i think and uh beautiful way if i recall both great songs but it was just missing a little bit of something to give it that edge you know but uh the despite that i still thought it was pretty solid and i think the ending song too what it what's it like has like the grooviest chorus like on the whole album instrumentally at least i was oh. it it was so fun i was like that one had the kick drum 
that right right and i was like where did this come from like holy shit because like the last three songs i think were like all imagine dragons sounding you know but this one was just like forget everything you heard on this album take a listen to this and it was just so much fun but yeah this was um one of the better albums for me this week i would say i gave it a seven and a half out of ten and uh yeah definitely gonna look more into their stuff because i originally thought that this was like purely a pop punk band but after listening to this album they are far from just pop punk so maybe it's like the earlier stuff or even middle stuff that was more so but i don't know i'll look more into that one but uh trent what did you think honestly i same boat as you nate like in the beginning i was like eh, you know um I can definitely like see where like you know the Imagine Dragons type stuff like we thought, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I actually like as I got into it more. Like I think like the first few songs is like okay, this isn't too bad, and then like you said, you know, like towards the end, it was just like the fuck. <laughs> I didn't um, realize that was Imagine Dragons cover band I'm listening to. Yeah, um, but overall, honestly, I re- I really liked it. Um, I'll probably I'll probably give it a seven out of ten. Uh, instrumentals were pretty good i liked them vocals weren't too bad um as much as like i know like i you know we should not imagine dragons because you know we don't like them um <laughs> i would actually listen to this like if they if they were like an opening band i wouldn't mind you know going right taking a peek see what's up yeah taking a peek like if they open a big oh it's pretty cool we'll check them out you know mm-hmm. absolutely uh yeah so we'll move on from that one yeah it, i mean it was like yeah it was a good album but like there's not too much else to say about it i mean yeah it was good. Check it out. Why not? All right. But uh, next here, we have the new Shame album. They've been uh, making the waves lately this year with this new one called, uh, was this here? Drunk Tank Pink, I believe is the name. Uh, and I'm going to have you start this one off, Trent. So, weird. Um, I'm going to start off by saying that. Weird. Fair. Um, Only because, like... I mean, if you look at the, like, the art for it, uh, it's just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, a, a basic art. And I was just, like, okay. I was expecting, like, I don't even know, like, maybe, like, even, like, the dual metal sound with this. Um, just, like, not, like, sludge or anything, but just a, a slower tone. And I guess, like, the way that they took it, um, I mean, I can I kind of, what is it, punk? ish yeah i guess definitely yeah yeah i don't are they are they from england or yes they are okay. from england i believe okay i was gonna say it definitely has that like we've said in the past with uh with, mm-hmm. like that that english punk sound the oh you know, oh in that yeah <laughs> uh, you know and well even like the instrumentals you know like uh your, your steady bass riffs and stuff like that um and like, even like, like with the drum beats um that english punk or British punk, whatever you want to call it, um, that style is coming back a little bit, which I kind of like because, um, you know, if you look at, you know, bands like the Sex Pistols and stuff, I mean, it really just kicked it off. Um, you don't really get a lot of that now because it's not a lot of pop, but this album, I think, is a good representation of punk coming back in a good way. Um, and the album overall, I also would give it a 7 out of 10. I enjoyed it. It was It was fun. Um, I enjoy a little bit of punk here and there. Um, like we said with uh, fuck, what was it? Was that the Idols album? I think so. That that one you really liked. You really liked that. Yeah. one. Yeah. 
yeah that's cool um just stuff like that where i you know i don't hear it all the time that i really love um and it's not like my usual metal stuff so it's, it's fun to get into that because like i remember growing up um listening to green day and stuff i didn't really get into more punk until i met our buddy vince because he's a big punk fan I and mean, he showed me the bands like that so yeah it's just a, a fun fun album i'd say like like what was i i think i was right doing schoolwork in that you know writing code and it just had it on background and it got me motivated i was like yeah i got this so good album i definitely do recommend uh listening to it it's fun good shit uh sebastian what do you think so for some reason my notes did not save for two bands one of them being shamed the other one being uh uh-oh. our later one called luna but i will try my best to remember why I listen, when i listened to it on thursday um overall i really liked it it reminded me a lot of even like going into madness or uh streetlight manifesto a lot of those older ska bands from britain uh this is a very very british sounding uh project i guess you can say you know, there was a lot of punk areas as well that I really enjoyed. You know, the vocals were just so fun. I really enjoyed it. Honestly, like, this was my driving album of the week. I, I was driving back and forth from Cleveland that day, and I um, I really liked it, honestly. I really, really vibed with a lot of the uh, percussion in it, reminding me a little bit of, like, Travis Barker kind of sound. Um, yeah, I, I just, I really liked it. I don't really have much because, like I said, I have nothing on my notes here. Um, you know, for being a band I've never listened to, I'm definitely going to go deeper into their discography and I just, yeah, I fucked with the heavy, you know, I don't mean to give a very short review here for just like the other one, but eight out of 10. Nice. Nice. Um, I can't really say the same with how, uh, positive you guys were with that. I, I mean, it was, it was still like, okay. You know, I mean like the, I'll tell you right now, the, like, Songs Alphabet, Born in uh, Luton, Six Over One, and Harsh Degrees. Those ones were by far my favorites. I loved how, like, the album kicked off, too, with uh, Alphabet. Um, but super solid, and I actually thought I was going to get, like, you know, a very idle sound on the whole thing. But it kind of, like, changed up a little bit throughout the album for me, and I just, eh. It didn't do much at all for me. Because it's like, I'm not even like a big fan of this style of punk to begin with. I mean, I, with Idols, it was just because like, you know, both lyrically and like, you know, not even instrumentally, but like, it's just like everything about their music is just very fun and interesting while not only keeping it like old school punk, but also like mixing in some kind of like of their own, you know, ideas and alternativeness to the music but this is just kind of like you know it's it's punk you know if, you, if you're if you like old school punk you'll love this album but not my thing uh six out of ten for me on this one like sebastian sorry i kept it kind of quick here too but it's just you know it is what it is basically that's all i have to say about that but um we'll move on here then though to the new Anne is okay album aurora uh, they are a metalcore, post-hardcore band. Uh, forgot where they're from, though. They're not American. They're German. Okay, yeah. So they're German, post-hardcore, metalcore kind of band. Yeah, we've we've been down this road before. This whole style is just... I mean, it, it, it's, it's post-hardcore. It's metalcore. 
you know, there's nothing. They're they're not doing much for me, at least in their sound and on this album. Even I mean, I've listened to them for like, you know, four or five years now, and even from that album, Devil May Cry, that came out in 2016, they've never always. They've never really been a band that did anything for me at all. I mean, I just still, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt and say like, hey, you know, why not? Maybe they got, <laughs> maybe they've improved, but uh, far from it here for me. I mean. Songs I did enjoy from this album, which, you know, wasn't too much anyway because it's just, it's, it was eh. Uh, I liked Shut the Fuck Up, Like a Parasite, Face the Facts, and Under Your Tattoos. Pretty sure Under Your Tattoos was actually, like, my favorite song off this album. It was really solid, to my surprise, but it's, it, you know, it just kind of irritates me that a lot of bands like this uh, just keep to the same formula as to what other bands are doing. I mean, they're not doing anything, you know all that different it's just you know here's post-hardcore and a metalcore sound but we threw in a little bit of electronic in there like whoa never seen that one before so i don't know i still respect what they do and everything uh looks like here too this is a they got a new unclean vocalist on this album as well i didn't know that so there's that too he was good though i mean he's not doing anything special but i mean he still had solid vocals so i mean that's cool, but yeah, I mean, overall, I gave it a five and a half out of ten. Like I said, really wasn't impressed with it. And not to mention, too, I don't really like, you know, try to bash any of the album covers here for anything. But I mean, how generic can you get with this fucking album cover, too, for it? I mean, it's just like, you know, he, he, here's a guy on the moon. What does he do? No, it's just like, I don't even know what it is, but he's like, basically, it looks like a spaceman on some kind of like. I don't know, destroyed area looking off into the fucking solar system. Like, whoa, metalcore, post-hardcore, what? So, yeah, that's really all I got to say about that. Uh, yeah, Sebastian, what do you think? So, with this album, I kind of, you know, very much have very similar opinions. <laughs> uh, you know, it starts off very one note. You know, you heard one metalcore song, you've pretty much heard them all. Uh, sadly... You know, it gets very, very, very repetitive throughout the album. And, um, you know, because of that, a lot of the sounds just sound way too processed with the choruses and the clean vocals. It just it just doesn't really sound authentic. It just it defeats the raw metal, you know, it just defeats the purpose of having the rawness in metal. And that's like an issue I always have with metalcore. Um, of course, there are bands that can break out of that and still keep the core style and, you know, keep the intensity and the rawness. Um, you know, the edge was enough for myself to be cut, I would say. You know, it was just very edgy <laughs> overall. And other than that, I mean, like, you know, there were cool, like, trap snare sounds in the song The Tragedy and a couple others there, you know, where they kind of have that, like, you know, very um, just trap-heavy snare. Uh, you know, they probably brought Lars in for that one because it's weird <laughs> overall. But oh, yeah, just it was just a little bit too processed, a little too canned. You know, I don't really think it added anything or did anything new for the genre. Uh, same as you, pretty much. Except I'm gonna take out the half and just leave it at a. F Boom! There you have it, Trent. What'd you think? I liked this album. <gasps> a different opinion. 
I know. I Sorry, I don't know why my computer timed out. Yeah, so overall, a five out of ten. Oh, no, you're oh, good. Oh, okay, you're good. You're good. Yeah, um, I like this album. I know that we said you know metalcore is metalcore, uh, but I feel like th- this one is a little bit different because of some different uh, implementations, like Sebastian said with the uh, the trap kind of thing. Um, I feel is pretty good in there just to throw it in there the album art i actually really did like nate oh, um oh yeah it was just something about it's it my it was album. <laughs> yeah i don't know it was just okay. i liked it um i don't know if it's because of like i've been playing destiny a lot and because like that was just like cool i guess that that's um, fair that is fair though i get it with yeah. the space themes yeah totally yeah but I mean, like the opening, like it, that grabs you. The opening of uh, like a parasite, mm-hmm. it, like right away. I was like, whoa, 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 what am I getting into? Um, <laughs> what bullshit it, is this? I like, I like like the techno electronic sound. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's because of like my days that I like EDM that I appreciate that stuff. Um, the vocals, I didn't mind. They're actually pretty good. Um, but I feel like, I mean, there was there wasn't. Uh, I will agree with you both on like there's not like much new stuff. There was a little bit like I don't mind the trap stuff that they you know the little trappies they put in there, um, if they were like that type of trap beat. But again, you know metalcore is metalcore. Um, but overall, I will I will give this album uh, a six and a half um, to seven somewhere in that range. Um, I think I think it will be a six and a half because like it, there wasn't much new. But, I mean, like it wasn't memorable, bit. really, you know. Or is it not the word you're really looking for? A little, a little. It was memorable a little bit. Like I said, the opening really caught me, and that's like, that's what got me into the album. Most it was just that intro. Mm-hmm. Um, but the album overall, I didn't really mind. So I, I probably will come back to it. Um, just I'll probably come back to literally all these albums we have this week because it was a, it was a solid album f- week for me. So yeah, I have I'll pretty probably have like, pretty you know the base opinion on everything this week pretty much is that i liked it so there you go gotta love it all right well we got some more albums for y'all but before we do let's have a word from our sponsor and we are back let's get right into it here with the new cult of luna album the raging river sebastian take us away so uh yeah cult of luna was the other band that i lost all my notes for somehow but i will say I enjoyed it. It was five songs and it was 48 minutes. Welcome back, Tool. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, but um, other than that, you know, it was really fun to listen to. It went pretty damn heavy, honestly. I, sometimes, like, I was pretty happy with the screams on there. The cleans were also very good as well. Um, you know, just it wasn't repetitive for being as long as it was. You know, I I really did enjoy the atmosphere that the album was portraying. Uh, it just seemed kind of like, you know, it, it sounded like stuff I would have in the background of like a D and D campaign most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I really I really liked it. Um, I, I don't really have too much there. Like I said, I only have the rating under the name, but yeah, I, I gave this one a seven out of ten. You know, I. It was a little bit above average, and I will take it. It was a good start to the harder albums for me. For sure. Are you telling me you don't have tavern music playing in the background when you're doing D&D? 
Dude, I only listen to Bubblegum Pop. Bro, is, you gotta have, like, the Hearthstone theme, or... Oh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, toss a coin to your Witcher. I mean, I... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Trent, what'd you think of this one? So, this is actually a banger. Not even gonna lie. Um, like Sebastian said, uh... You know, hey, Tool, how you doing? Um, <laughs> but, no, I mean, for his, like, you know, fucking five songs, the last album that I listened to this week, I was like, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Again, another album like that. I was like, this is probably good. And it was good. I was actually surprised to listen to, like, you know, Lil, Lil Thang this week. Um, but, no, really good. Um, solid shit all around. Uh, solid 8 out of 10 keep fucking going for sure yeah I don't know why so like I looked more into this album and I found out that this was actually an EP long run but I'm like what EP is this long you know like that's just, it's like the Bring Me the Horizon album from last year the post human one that was like 9 songs and it was like 30 some minutes but they considered it an EP but I was like no well we're gonna talk about it. this is an album to me if it's like over if it's that long or it has like you know that many songs to it then it, it, it's an album it's a regular album but this one was awesome this one is one of those albums though for me that is uh you kind of like have to listen to it as a whole and not really split up the tracks hence why i didn't really save a track to my master playlist but i wasn't disappointed at all by any of these songs it was very well done sebastian like you said the screams were awesome i mean it was it was really good, to my biggest surprise. I've never really listened to Cult of Luna before, and uh, this definitely makes me want to dive deep into their discography because, man, if this is what they have for at least their newer stuff, like, I can only imagine what their older stuff might sound like. It might even be more raw, you know? But maybe we'll get to that another time. Um, so, yeah, overall, a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, not, like, you know, anything bad at all about this album, really. Um Maybe the fact that, like, some of the songs are a little bit longer than I would like, because, I mean, a 12-minute song for me personally, I'm not, like, I'm not the craziest for long songs. I know, I know as a Tool fan, that's kind of a, a very weird statement to say, but, like, still, I, I even their longer ones, I'm still not, like, you know, the biggest fanatic over, but it was well done, nevertheless, so keep it at that. But, yeah, solid album, like the, like the band gonna definitely look more into them in the future but uh yeah let's move on here to the new bones album burden bones is a rapper who makes sad bitch boy borderline trap metal rap tunes and it's very obvious the moment you hear one of his biggest songs control of the lead that that is the vibe you're gonna get from it I mean, that song, I've honestly had that, like, play almost, like, every other day at least for me because that song is just such a banger. But nevertheless, we're talking about this album here, and there, this one is no exception, too. This is filled with bangers. This was my favorite one of the week. Uh, I absolutely love the track Brimstone, the actual opening uh, the actual first song on the album that featured Xavier Wolf, who I also fucking love too. He made the song, uh, I've mentioned this before, it, uh, Psychopaths. It used to be like a big Vine song for some popular ones back in the day. But yeah, this album, 
no misses at all really everything about it was absolutely amazing i love this i know last week we had the last week and this week too like the whole sad boy uh rap music different vibes though you know the last one was kind of like i'm really sad and like i'm gonna cry about this one is just like i'm sad and i'm dead inside which might sound the same but i mean once you listen to both you you'll get the vibe one is much darker than the other but yeah dude like no complaints about this album i i I mean if you want some more good tracks on here aluminum ethanol deja vu was solid my dear friend don't tell mom the babysitter's dead i mean awesome absolutely amazing eight and a half out of ten for me gotta love bones check him out he makes some great fucking tunes uh trent what'd you think of this one banger thank you um no i'm in total agreement nate eight and a half out of, or we say eight and a half yeah i did yeah eight and a half out of yeah okay making sure um yeah solid album first time i'm hearing him um the 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 first few songs i kind of got like a little bit of like a ghost main vibe oh totally yeah yeah it was, like, was it like it went from like kind of ghost main to like suicide boys yep that's that's exactly it now that you say it it's exactly what i'm thinking of mm-hmm. um but banger all the way through i really uh i really fucked with it it was really good um glad that we got to listen to this because honestly this might be a um fucking what do we call them i can't remember end of the year what do we call them the album of the year yeah what do we call them oh top the, 10 the, the favorites yeah, what, what 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 are the ones that come after the top tens? The honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Yeah, there, there you go. go. There we <laughs> I go. I can think of it. This one might be an honorable mention. I'll keep that on the list. Right. Uh, depending on else, what else we year, get this too, year. That's 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 saying something. Yeah, like it is a solid album. I really just really fucked with it. I no complaints other than like the, the sounds here and there kind of go like eh, you know. But I mean, what, they're, what they're you similar. Want? You know, it kind of gets a little repetitive. But I mean, like there's yeah, so much and like do. the the fucking him talking about the chain and stuff. Like that was like five songs. So I was like, I <laughs> right. But but overall, I really liked it. Really fucked with it. It was really cool. Really, I wouldn't say chill, but it was it was nice. It was a nice turn uh, for the week. So yeah, good shit. Uh, Sebastian, what do you think? So with Bones, I really enjoyed this one as well. A little bit less than you guys because I still am not a big fan of the bitch boy rap after a while. But (laughs) this one to me gave me more Suicide Boys uh, slash Ghost Main vibes more than anything else. I did like the aesthetic overall. You know, the clean guitar work that you would have in the rap section. I really enjoyed. Um, You know, it even went harder on a couple tracks there in the beginning. Um, you know, he also had a little fun with the genre mixing and blending as well. Like a lot of these, uh, like a lot of these, I hate to say, I hate to keep using this, but the bitch boy rap sound, you know, they, this guy diversifies a lot and not so much. I really like the album cover. Uh, I thought it was going to be a little bit more heavy due to it, but it doesn't take away from the overall experience too much on my end. You know, I, other than that, I just, my biggest issue is it was just way too short. You know, um, it was pretty short. It wasn't like, I think it was like 27 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was about like 27, 14 songs or something. Right. 
And um, I just wish some songs could have been expanded upon a little bit more. Maybe uh, just kind of flesh out more of that heavy side or even the uh, ballady type material as well towards the end. I would say maybe expand on that a little bit more. But overall, I like the presentation and everything that we got. I think this was a pretty good album overall. I'm going to give this one a 7 as well. I didn't really, like I said, the uh, length is what kind of missed it for me. Haha, <laughs> that's what she said. But, you know, I, yeah, overall, if it was a little bit longer, I would have enjoyed it a little bit more. I get that, yeah. Here's the thing, though, with him that, like, I, like, I totally get the length and everything, but, like, with him, I mean, this seems like it's, like, one of the first times you guys are ever hearing about this guy. He's got so many albums and so many mixtapes and EPs that it's just, like, oh, yeah. in the long run, you've got so much material that you can just listen to by this guy. It's unreal. Like, I think I counted the other day on Spotify, at least, with all the uh, albums he had. Not really the EPs or anything, but, like, I think it went into, like, the, almost the 30s or something like that like he's got a ton and it starts back in 2013 so been in the game for a while definitely like check out his material i mean there's something for every year pretty much um but yeah we are now going to move on to the final album of the day the pretty reckless death by rock and roll and for this one we will have a special guest here specifically uh sebastian's girlfriend bb is back the peanut gallery has returned and i'm going to let her go ahead and give her opinion on this album first take it away bb hello a uh, bonus peanut gallery you might hear a little bit of squeaking courtesy of uh sebastian's wonderful dog georgia she's <laughs> hanging out with us so bonus peanut gallery Woo! Um, two peanut galleries yeah, in okay, one episode so, uh, i don't know if you um that's georgia okay um so I tried to go into this album and I was like, I'm going to try to be objective. You know, I'm not going to not going to immediately start simping out as soon as I hear Taylor Momsen's voice. I'm totally going to, you know, give a give an unbiased review. But as soon as she starts singing, I was like, no, nope, fuck, this is the best thing I've ever heard. So <laughs> she it's definitely it feels like it's a lot. If you like the original Pretty Reckless sound, then it's definitely reminiscent of the other albums that they've released in decades past, she's definite, they've definitely found like the niche of where it is that they're gonna work. You know, they've got some of their heavier, almost like, fe feels like it's almost an attempt to be like an anthem kind of rock songs where, you know, you've got like the, it almost sounds like you could march down to it. Like I'm thinking the one, um, the one with Tom Morello, the And So It Went, you know, they've got even like little children's choir sort of backing them up going, behind them it's just it's very very pretty reckless like just it definitely sounds like it's the i don't want to say in a bad way but it's like it's you know it's the what they've been putting out and it's solid for me i was quite happy with it and it's definitely i like to hear her slower stuff with a good combo of some of her heavier i just absolutely am obsessed with taylor momsen's voice i think she's an amazing performer and i just overall really like the story that she talked about with it just like i like the overall vibe of just this is kind of the rock life, and I don't know. I just super dig it because I guess I'm a simp for Taylor, so I'm going to say 10 out of 10 because I'm a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> At least she's honest, though. At least she's honest. Uh, I'll let you go ahead then, Sebastian, as well. So for me, Death by Rock and Roll, it started out really good. Uh, you know, with the title track, I like the ominous uh, part of it. I just I think it was 
pretty foreboding and I really like that kind of sound, especially for the title, you know, being death by rock and roll. So it's going to be a little bit more grim. Um, other than that, you know, they got some pretty hard tracks like 25, which is burn and the only love can save me now. I really like those ones uh, just because it shows Taylor's, I guess you can say more uh, screamy raspy vocals off very well. And I just, I really liked it, but sadly for me, it slowed down quite a bit. Uh, and it completely switched the moods up at the end here. You know, I, I looked at it as kind of like a rise from life to the afterlife. But the last two tracks for me, when it was like officially in that heaven realm after the death, I, I think it was a little bit, a little bit too folky for what the album was trying to put out in the beginning. And other than that, Taylor's voice, of course, uh, mentioned by BB, great as ever. And I just, I think she has an incredible talent, you know, especially being as young as she is, you know, coming from being Cindy Lou Who to a metal sex symbol, basically. Um, yeah. You know, at the instrumentals get, you know, just like I said, that folky kind of twangy sound later on. But like I said, I do appreciate even in those slower parts, the mention of the 27 club. And I, I, I don't know, I think that kind of fits the vibe very well of the uh, death by rock and roll aesthetic that they're trying to put on. And for that, I honestly will switch it up. I'll give this one an eight out of 10 as well, because the songs I do like, I like a lot. And even the slower ones, they aren't bad songs. It just kind of, it was just kind of weird having, you know, that come in the With ending. the expectations of the album being called Death by Rock and Roll, you almost expect that it's going to hit you a little bit harder with the rock yeah. and roll. So I totally get that. And I was like, kind of like throughout my listening, I was like, it is almost interesting how heavily it seems like you were mentioning that it goes to folky like yeah. in the switch but, and yeah. yeah but and to like cap that off too um you know if the album maybe had a harder ending you know an ending song that would perhaps be a lot like the beginning i feel like that could have made the album even higher for me as far as rating go but for this one i'm leaving at eight out of ten i think they are an incredibly underrated band and honestly they are still doing a great job even uh, a couple decades into their career good shit um so from my end uh yeah i'm not uh, okay so uh, let's get the good stuff out of the way first in my end here um i really liked the sound garden influence that you can hear from at least some of the beginning songs for me like i heard a lot of sound garden uh, in that part. And mainly, like, the vocal style that she was going with. Because, I mean, obviously, she's a woman. She's not going to sound like Chris Cornell. But I feel like her... What she was doing with her vocals was very reminiscent to his in some way. You know, like, the female form of it. So, I gotta give her credit for that. That was actually kind of cool. Um, and I did like that song that uh, featured Tom Morello. At least, like, the beginning portion of that. I'll, I'll get to more of that later. Um, I forgot the title of that at the moment. Oh, was it the... Uh, and so it went. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, pretty good track and all. Um, and, of course, I gotta respect her as, like, you know, a, a female fronted, you know, fronting this band who does an amazing job, is definitely, like, you know, doing hard rock, rock and roll, some sort of justice on this one. You know, go her, right? But this album in general, I just, I did not like this album at all. It was my least favorite album of this week. And 
okay, so here's my thing with it. So this whole rock and roll death kind of thing, this is and this is just like what I was picking up on. It could totally be wrong about it, you know, have whatever you have you. This whole like, you know, rock and roll like in the song title kind of thing for me just rubs me the wrong way and it just sounds so corny and cliche and i'm just like oh stop like you know and i know like you guys were like saying the whole like rock and roll heaven like the mention of the 27 club and everything yeah it's cool but like i don't know like saying like also like mentioning like the great gig in the sky and like the 27 club in the same like chorus i don't know to me that just I, I do corn. agree with that. A little bit corn, just a little bit of a corn right there. Um, and so it oh, went. <laughs> and so it went though. The the children chorus thing for me, I that really took a no, like that that took a dive after that one. Like for the rest of the song, I just wasn't having it at all. I was like. Why does... Because, like, if it was just that, like, one little part where, like, the kids came in, cool. But they had them for the rest of the song when they first came up. And the rest of the song was, like, almost 30 to 45 seconds long, maybe even a minute. I was like, why are we still having the kids here? Because the kids sounded really little, too. And it just kind of, like, I don't know, ruined the whole vibe for the song. Like, I really was enjoying it, you know? And, um... You know, Tom Rello's little guitar bit, too, I thought was badass, because it's fucking Tom Rello. How could you not go wrong? But yeah, and even in the middle, there was just so much fucking fluff for me. There was nothing that stood out at all. The only things that really have stood out, I have to say, was like, you know, and so it went most of that song. And also, like, the guitar solo for Only Love Can Save Me Now. I almost forgot about that one, but, like, I do know that that was very solid. Like, that whole guitar solo was absolutely amazing and i loved it that was like my second favorite part of the whole album but um yeah dude like i mean if you loved it awesome like i'm really glad bb you know you love that album great i'm very happy for you for that sebastian you too but i don't know what trent you had to say about it but we'll get to that um but yeah dude i'm oh i had a really rough time getting through this album and like it was 50 minutes almost an hour long too and like at that point i hate to say it but i was just sitting through an album at that point and i hate to say that but i was just waiting for it to be over with so four and a half out of ten for me on that one uh i don't think it's gonna be the worst album of the year i don't i have a feeling it'll be much worse but like as of right now i mean it's too small of an amount of albums we listen to at the moment but yeah i just mm -mm, wasn't vibing unfortunately but trent what do you have to say about this one I am kind of in the same boat uh, as well. I overall, um, I, I had to do like a double take on this album, right? So I listened to it once and it just like, it didn't click with me. It was just like in the back of my head. Like I wasn't really listening and I tried to listen to it again. Same thing. I was just like, at that point, maybe it's just the album. And I'm, <laughs> I'm coming to that conclusion that it's just the album at that point that I like, I just can't sit through it and actually, you know, get into it um I'm not i'm not gonna say again like like uh nate i'm not gonna say it's the worst right um but there were some things but i think it's pretty much like the same thing as you like the whole like the rock and roll thing is just like we've heard it before like don't be gene simmons Come on. literally thank you literally i mean fuck does she have a nice voice yes 
she does. I'm not gonna knock any of that. It's mostly like you like the message of it, um, and it's just like it didn't it didn't catch me, um, and I honestly forgot that I didn't really dig this album as much as the other ones, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is kind of is kind of funny because like I've I've heard the name The Pretty Reckless so many times. Have I ever listened to them? No, I haven't. I probably heard one or two songs on the radio, but. Right, I was going to say, Heaven Knows was, like, huge on the radio. Heaven Knows was huge. I don't know it when you say it, but I might know it based off of listening to it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But no, I just, I couldn't couldn't really get behind it um, because of that message of just, like, it's just, it's it's overdone, and we're done with it. We don't care. Move on. Um, But the... The children choir section. I always love a, a good children children's choir um, in a song, whether it be like you know the Rolling Stones or um, uh, Pink Floyd. I was gonna say Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Like I I, I always love them. Um, and that's probably why that was included nice on this album too. It was probably a homage to those bands yeah. that included that. Yeah, I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised uh, because of the whole thing uh, with this album. But yeah, I I give it a four and a half as well. Um, you just didn't, didn't didn't vibe with it, didn't click. Um, but the parts that I liked, I liked. So mm-hmm. there you go. All right. Well, that's the albums for this week. Um, before we get into our recommendations, a couple announcements here. Uh, first of all, I want to give some shout outs. I need to give a couple shout outs real quick. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to the Stats Brothers Band. Eddie Stats, we had him on our first ever interview can check that episode out it was back in april or may of last year they came out with their debut single this ain't your world i don't know if you guys listened to it but man i did and i absolutely fucking loved it it was so good it was so good dude let me tell you it's gonna give you here i'm gonna i didn't tell this to eddie yet and like maybe if he listens to this like awesome like you'll hear this but he sounded to me like you know some air clapped and stuff some fucking like cream vibes were coming off of that and i was like holy shit this is awesome and i loved it so much because and it surprised you because this is like a whole like classic rock classic hard rock kind of thing whatever you want to call it in the modern day which you know my take on it i fucking hate most of that shit but with his band, Stats Brothers Band, I mean, they, it's different because you don't hear that vocal style a lot in the modern day if it's a band trying to do the whole classic hard rock thing. And they did it, and it's it works beautifully. It's absolutely incredible. I've listened to it, like, fucking three times since the past 24 hours it's been out, you know? Like, it's, it's absolutely great. I... I'm really looking forward to seeing what else they put out. Like, I'm really, really happy that, like, you know, he's actually, he's doing the thing, you know. So, shout out to him and his band. Absolutely amazing. Please go check that out. It's everywhere that you can stream music. And then I also want to give a shout out to Reflections. The boys came out with another single called, uh, I think it's called Cicada. I think that's how you pronounce that. Uh, first single from their new EP that will be coming out. I'm pretty sure they mentioned this on the podcast when we did an interview with them. But this EP is supposed to be like some of their heaviest material that they've ever released. And it's coming out either at the end of this month or sometime in March, I believe. Don't necessarily quote me on that. But I remember hearing that it would be somewhere in that range. 
but the song yeah it's it's reflections it's heavy it's brutal gotta love it uh so yeah check them out support those boys and uh yeah that's it for those singles and then the other announcement i want to say big news the day that this episode comes out which will be the 14th valentine's day of course is also the one year anniversary of the music corner so thank you everybody for sticking around with us listening to our banters our album reviews our interviews whatever have you music related we've really enjoyed this for a year i know trent wasn't there in the beginning but when he did come came in just like family everybody here you know we're doing our thing we're doing what we can to entertain you and we appreciate you all listening to us so thank you very much just wanted to give you all a a big thank you on that one. And uh, uh, really quick. Yes, go ahead. Uh, I, I do want to say thank you as well. I know I've said it before, uh, but this, I, I I know like we were friends. Um, and I've been friends with Nate and Sebastian a long time. Um, but as the one year anniversary that I you know was not here for um, <laughs> the first day, but I, I, I helped. I was in the background of the first like three episodes um just like giving like a little insight here and there and then hey come on in come on in um, but no I, I appreciate I always appreciate the opportunity that I've been given um and the people listening you know the fans I appreciate you guys listening as well um because of our tomfoolery is uh, <laughs> to you so thank you and uh yeah get it out just get it on Let's keep it here's to another year and then some you know uh but yeah on to now the album recommendations and uh sebastian i'll have you start us off with this one what do you got for us today sorry about that i was uh i was kicking the pup out because she was just absolutely crazy but, <laughs> You're good. Um, yeah, like before i get on with my album uh i will say thank you as well um you know a whole year of this has been awesome, honestly. Uh, and it went by fast. It really went by fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. It just it, it literally seems like it wasn't that long ago when we were, like, still able to record pre-COVID, like, all together. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, soon, though, so- that, soon we will all be back together, for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like, uh, I feel like that'll come soon, and that'll be awesome, but... Uh, yeah, overall, thank you both as well. You guys have been tremendous co-hosts, and, you know, it's been really fun being able to, like, talk to bands, you know, review new music that's coming out and just listening to new music every week. I mean, I've always done that, but we're listening to six, seven albums a week. That's awesome, and, you know, they're all brand new, and it's it's great, you know. It just it, I feel like I'm just so involved with the, you know, music community as a whole now, basically absolutely but uh so my album speaking of the stats brothers great song by the way guys i love you guys a lot y'all are some talented ass musicians and uh, it was great to have you on as well um so in honor of them i wanted to do one of eddie's favorite bands the doobie brothers album the captain and me uh i love the doobie brothers i think they have some of the best harmonies and just some of the most catchy and fun songs to have um you know i love the song long train running because who doesn't uh you know china groove was very fun um i also love without you and then evil woman as well 
you know i just i you know this album was a great one it launched them into legend status pretty much right away and uh, they did a lot of great shit for the uh southern rock community and honestly i just i love greg allman i i just think he is a beautiful awesome man so yeah check out the captain and me by the doobie brothers good shit uh i have an album here that uh this so this band uh or project or whatever you want to call them i don't even know it's a it's a solo project now but like for a sad reason honestly um but mount erie and their album no flashlight songs of the fulfilled night uh indie rock lo-fi band here uh, i discovered them because i think they had something to do with the movie it follows i don't quote me on that but like i thought that's how i heard about it or something but whether or not that's how i actually did or not um no this album is actually amazing like it's very chill some deep themes it's like very well written lyrics too that is just very poetic you know and um yeah it's it's an album i don't really you know go back to all the time you know but here and there you know i'll think about it and all and be like you know that album's actually like really solid and listen to it again and i can tell you right now the best song i hold nothing it's just that is just a beautiful piece of art because it starts off very kind of like not necessarily chaotic but it's very like you know kind of like staticky with like you know his voice kind of like in the background and all it's kind of like a crazyish start and then it ends on like you know this nice acoustic you know light drum kind of beat going on and it's it's beautiful it's absolutely amazing like i love this song um yeah and unfortunately his uh it was a project with uh what's his name here phil Elverum, and I believe, like, his wife also had done some work with the album, but uh, she sadly passed away to cancer uh, not long before the, he dropped it. What would is right now the last album, uh, A Crow Looked At Me. Uh, he did put some EPs, I think, out after, but, like, that was their last full length. Um, and that album is, like, very, you know, deep lyrically. It was actually, like, uh, one of the most critically acclaimed albums of uh 2017 too but so uh no no flashlight though absolutely amazing album go check that one out uh trent what do you have first today though uh i have an album that came out on february 5th oh what you got uh it is called the highlights by the weekend oh i know what you're talking about yeah i saw yes. that um and this is a little compilation, um, which I'm assuming is everything that was played at the Super Bowl. At least the one, yeah, some of them that he played at least, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I know this is a little bit different, um, but it's the weekend and that Super Bowl show. Um, I loved what he did with it, but he got screwed over. I hate it. Um, Wait, what do you mean? Because uh, of his vocals, which I love. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was yep. bullshit. But the the show as a whole and the memes we got out of it, amazing. <laughs> I do um, love the memes. <laughs> the whole stuff with, um, I mean, the the thing of After Hours as an album was just, yeah, it's so nice. I love it. 
Um, because I, like I looked back on it uh, after the Super Bowl, and I was like, God, I I should have had that album higher than it was on my list, but there was just albums that overtook it, and I I overlooked that album. Um, but yeah, the highlights, um, literally all the bangers, honestly. Um, I don't think there's a song on there that I don't like because there's just so good and, and it has some of his old stuff um, like if you watch the Super Bowl show in the beginning when he was coming out um, it was like it was a little snippet of like Call Out My Name mm-hmm. and that I love that song that song has just so much behind it that was like whew. chills um, yeah, and so like what we got here um, starts out with "Save Your Tears," um, then "Blinding Lights in Your Eyes," "Can't Feel My Face," which I actually I don't mind now. Um, I hated it when it was overplayed on the radio, but now that it's not overplayed, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's got "Starboy," "Pray for Me," which is a good good ass. That song. song is awesome. Like I know yeah. it's just a single, but man, it's yeah, a banger. Uh, "Love Me Harder" with or with Ariana Grande, and then it has uh, "After Hours" on the and a few others, um, but definitely uh an amazing little comp album uh go check it out it's the weekend uh you're more than likely gonna like it because it's the weekend it's fucking good it's the weekend uh, he shot up i read a thing that said that like after the super bowl his spotify listener shot up 40 percent and like he's surpassed everybody that was already up there i mean like i think it was he like he fucking deserves it man he does he really does like i know i i know like old me like would typically have thought like oh he's a pop artist why is he even so high exactly. up exactly but Same. like I, but you know it's the weekend so it's like you you still have to respect that you know because like, the message I, that he portrays and what exactly. he does yeah it's just it's, it's incredible he, ha- he hasn't been overtaken by all the hollywood bullshit because that was his whole thing is he doesn't and he makes fun of it and i love it mm-hmm. i mean shit he called the grammys for their bullshit so I mean, hello. yeah, and all the memes of everyone, like, yeah, Grammys, what do you think now? <laughs> Literally, like, fuck. I was like, let's go. Who needs a Grammy performance when you got the goddamn Super Bowl performance of the weekend? You exactly. Know? Probably would have been shitty if you actually performed at the, the Grammys, just knowing them. But nevertheless, yes, the weekend. Please go check them out. And try to see him in concert next year. Hopefully that's a go, because, man, that tour, I heard that tour has already sold a million tickets. Already. Bro. Wait, I didn't even look. Where is he coming? He's coming to Cleveland. Are we going? I mean, us going, dude. We can, but like, shit, those tickets are gonna be expensive. I think like eighty is the cheapest, maybe. Actually, no, Bro, technically, technically twenty-five, but like, it's way, way back, and like, the fees will be probably high, but it'll be worth it. I will go. If you go, I will go. Oh yeah. Currently, the weekend is the first in the world for listeners. Literally. But, he is on Spotify. Yeah, I, oh I yeah, got it right yeah. Here, but he has the button first in the world. Yeah, he. I think uh, Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber were pretty neck and neck, and then after the Super Bowl, the weekend's like, bye, I'm, I'm with Yo, you now. The, it's the weekend, Sabrina, Claudio, and Don Tolliver. I know. Yeah, yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> Honestly, Don Tolliver, dude. Oh my god. Like that's the that's the concert got to be there. You got to be there for that one. It's almost a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity at this case. You're oh, looking yeah. at the new Michael Jackson, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Dude, I... Yo, just think of it. Me, you, Sebastian, Jordan, all going to see The weekend. <laughs> if we don't even get to see him, we have Jordan anyway. He is The weekend practically. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god, I love it. But alright, that's gonna be the end of this episode. As always, Trent Sebastian, thank you for joining. Yeah. And we will see you guys in the next episode. This has been the Music Corner of the 808s, and we are signing off.